trust you, I'm gonna shoot. Beautiful morning, get the sun in my morning, babe. All right, where do we leave off? Because I know that I had, I know that I had points to your points. <laughs> oh, you did. Oh crap. Um, uh, we were talking about. Um, well, we were talking about the ages age, and why. Yeah. Women are dating older men and why younger guys are dating older women. Getting the and... later start in life. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I think technology plays a huge part in that. I mean, you and I, we grew up in, God, I'm making us sound so old at this point. <laughs> but you and I, we grew up in that age where we didn't have the advanced internet that we do today. Right. We didn't have cell phones. I mean, right. we That's actually smart. played outside. <laughs> I know. I know. And Which I mean, the, the generation that that came in after us, and, and I mean, that would be your, your brother's generation. Mm-hmm. They just, they grew up with a lot more technology. Right. And I think that that's kind of crippled them a little bit. I mean, I think it's crippling us, too, because we're so reliant on technology now. But, I mean, not to the point that they are, where, you know, every interaction now is through a screen rather than person to person. Yeah. Um, You know, and again, like I said earlier with COVID, I mean, COVID, again, made everything virtual and made us afraid to be around people. Yeah. So now you have this technology that's training us that we don't need to be around other people. Then you have this this scary virus that comes in and says you can't be around other people. So now why should we have to if yeah. we don't need to be? And it's just, it's crippling people to the point where they just don't know what to do with another person now. Oh, and, yeah. More so for younger people. Um, but I mean, again, like, I mean, I was I was crippled coming here to Western North Carolina. I mean, I went from city life to mountain life. And I mean, I don't have neighbors. I mean, I have one neighbor that uh, is here year round. I can see other houses. I mean, there's houses above me, there's houses below me, but they're vacation homes. So like you don't get that sense of other people around you. Mm. I mean, you can hear traffic, but you don't see it. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's a different way of living. So it it became even more isolated for me after COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, so like I mean I one of my coworkers would love to be like a homesteader. I mean he's the type of person where he would love to just live way up a mountain, no interaction with people. Um and he'd be perfectly happy, but you know, for me living in the the situation that I'm in, I found that I needed people because you know, I'm I'm an introvert, I'm quiet, but I still need people. I mean, yeah. It sucks. <laughs> I think you're more of an extrovert when you're around your people that you're comfortable with. Oh, for sure. But I haven't been around people I was comfortable with in a long time. 
Yeah, and that's that's how I am. I love being around people that I'm comfortable with. Yeah. When I can conversate like when I can have these kind of conversations over a drink or over some food. Um, I don't like small talk, which is yeah. crazy. I'm in sales and I have to do networking. I I don't like it. I do oh, it. Terrible. I can do it. I don't like it. I feel oh, so I feel so exhausted afterwards and like, oh I gotta go home and like be alone. <laughs> I mean, working at the record label, doing the nonprofit stuff, I was doing that all the time. Yeah. Been, you know, yeah. trying to sell people on making donations to a cause. Like right. you know, you'd think that that would be easy, that people would feel passionate, but you really have to sell them. Like you have to make people buy into this idea that you are doing good for something. Right. And they always want something in return. Yeah. So, you know, it's <laughs> why just I give you my money. Hmm. <laughs> you know, why should I what do I get out of it? Right. <laughs> Exactly. But I mean, yeah. again, that translates into the dating world. I mean, dating world's become so transactional. It's like, yeah. you know, what what am I going to get out of this by yeah. going out with you? Selfish people. Mm -hmm. Very selfish people. I just, um, I want to go back, to, before going into that, I want to go back to the generations that aren't great around people. I see people around my young, younger son's age, you know, like the kids and they don't know, they don't have like barely any social skills. Like they don't know how to say hello. They don't know how to have eye contact. They don't know how to shake, have a handshake. I think that after, after Donnie, my older one, after him, that's where it really like stopped. They, they don't go outside. They don't like to hang out very much together. They would rather hang out online with each other. Um, and, and I kind of, it kind of makes me sad to, to know that because we do need people. Like you said, yeah. we need, we need each other and um, we need to connect. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what we look for in a relationship. We want someone to connect with at that at a deeper level, but we don't know how yeah. anymore. Most people don't know how anymore, whether it's out of fear or whether it's out of, you know, trauma or they just don't know how. Mm -hmm. They don't know how. How to communicate communication is a big one. Like yeah. I could talk all day about that. Like how you communicate is I, I learned that the hard way. Look, I didn't grow up in a family where my parents communicated and we never sat down and talked. If I ever got in trouble, there was no talking. There yeah. was no communicating. It was here's your consequence and that's it. Yep. You're done. Yep. You're done. And I, sometimes I got consequences and I don't even know why. <laughs> I don't know what I did. What did I do this time? I don't even know. I can't, I can't remember. Um, so, you know, as a mother, I would, I'm, I've made it a pretty important, I've made it important to teach my kids to communicate their feelings and to talk in our family. So if, if you did something, you're going to know why that you're getting a consequence, what you did wrong. And we're going to try and talk about how you can have a plan or a strategy to do better. Sure. So it doesn't happen again. Right. But most people don't have that, don't have those tools or those skills. They don't have those skills. Mm -hmm. That's something you, I think our, our parents, uh, for me at least, a lot of people I know, my age and younger, 
parents, they didn't teach that. No. And that wasn't in the household at all. No. It was just, whatever we say, that's it. We don't talk about it. You don't ask questions. It's whatever we say and that's it. No, and I agree. I agree. I mean, that that's how my dad operates. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know if you remember my dad very well, but, um, you know, mom was always the, the communicator. She mm-hmm. was the one that, you know, said we need to have an understanding of the situation and, you know, why things are happening, not just like you said, there's a consequence and that's it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that that's what balanced them out so well is that yeah. my mom was that way. My dad, you know, I mean, his dad died when he was very young, so he had to grow up really quick. Um, but he was also raised by, you know, my grandmother was an alpha personality. She was very, very like foreboding in her personality. So mm-hmm. my dad just kind of, uh, and, and I mean, when his dad was alive, his dad was an alpha personality. So he was raised by two alphas. Um, so yeah. he got that and it's, he was, it, and still is very much that what I say goes type person Mm -hmm. i don't need to explain myself um you know and again going back to him dating uh again i mean the woman that he's seeing she's seeing that part of his personality and i mean the last time that i saw her we had a conversation about my dad's upbringing and where he came from um and i just said you know he's just a very old-fashioned person i mean that's that's all i can say is that like he's in his mind, it's still, you know, 1970 something. Yeah. And we do things this way. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I mean, she realizes and it's great that she has such patience. Um, yeah. But I agree completely with you that that's just how our parents were in our generation. Um, well, you know, I think that. I think, and again, I'm not a, I'm not a parent. I wish I was at this point, but I mean, I think from observing friends with kids and and things like that, I can say that like most of, of you guys that have kids, you've had to develop your own parenting styles and you've had to learn it your own way um, Mm -hmm. because you didn't want to do what our parents did. Um, Yeah. You wanted to have that sense of understanding and communication with your children where you are preparing them for a world that is going to be completely different and that is always going to be changing so you know Mm -hmm. you need to prepare the children for a world where they're going to need to evolve and they're going to need to understand other people and they're going to need to understand how to talk to those people yeah you know it's just our parents didn't prepare us that way No, they didn't. And yes, I had to learn as I go as a parent, especially starting so young at 17. (laughs) But it's so many mistakes with my first one because I was just a baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I was still learning who I was. Right. So, however, I'm kind of when I think about it, I'm glad I started young because now I'm I'm almost done. (laughs) You're never done. But (laughs) almost done. done. No, but I mean, you're never done. But 
I'm, I'm going to have a lot more freedom for myself. Um, but yes. And, and that makes me think about men in general who grew up that way and don't have the communication skills. It's more the women are better at it. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not 100%, not everyone. Yeah, not all but <laughs> no, no, for sure. I would, I would say, I, I mean, let me take that back. So, you know, our generation of parents, especially with men, maybe more in the Latin community was like, men cannot show emotion. Yep. You cannot show any emotion, no crying. You better stop crying. There's no crying. You're not a baby. Stop being a baby. Or maybe they parents have said worse things than that, you know? Um, so it's, it, it's created adult men who don't know how to communicate their feelings. They don't know what they're feeling. They don't know how to describe what they're feeling and they don't know how to process it. Yeah. So a lot of them shut down, which is the experience that I've had with men is they shut down and they put you in the dark. They don't, they don't communicate. Um, and, and then they just, once they're, once they're not feeling that way anymore, they just come back like, like nothing ever happened. I agree. Don't don't discuss it. I agree. And that's so frustrating to me because I am the kind of person who I love to talk about things like what happened? What, why were you feeling that way? I want to learn. I want to know more about you. Why, well, why can't we talk about it? And they can't, they can't do it. Yeah. You can't, I, I, I'm trying to teach my kids to do that. You know, Um, I've tried to teach them to do that. I'm trying Jalen's learn is doing very well with it. And he has a lot, he has anger stuff. So I'm like, okay, you, you gotta, you gotta get, how are you going to, I try to have him think about it. Like, how are you going to, when you're angry, what are you going to do? Right. Which and, I think is a and, good way of doing it. Cause I mean, like you yeah. said, men, it's not a, it's not a Latin community thing for men to shut down or be told that, you know, don't show emotion. Um, you know, I mean, that's been my life entirely has been mm. like something traumatic happens, shut down. Mm. Um, and I mean, it, it happened for me from a young age. I mean, I remember when my grandfather died, I barely reacted when he died. Um, and I don't think that, at least not from what I can remember, I don't think that it was anybody saying like, you don't cry because you're a man. I think it was that you know, this happened, it was such an emotionally powerful event that I really didn't know what to do. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that that's more of an issue too, is that men are not taught how to cry or how to process. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when, when traumatic events happened when I was younger, um, I would just shut down. Um, and it took a lot of work to not be that way, to yeah. op- be able to open up and talk about things. Um, and I mean, I think like as a man, being able to say that is big because a lot of men won't. Um, oh. A lot of men won't realize that they're they're doing this or won't accept that they're doing it. Um, I think that ex- accepting the fact that we do do it is would be a huge thing for 
for men to be able to do, um, you know, because it is so very important to be able to process your emotions and to be able yeah. to talk about them, especially if you're in a relationship with a partner. Um, and granted, like when my relationship ended, like it, that was that was one of the reasons why it ended. Um, you know, there was a lot of trauma on both of our halves at the mm -hmm. end there. Um, you know, she had a lot of trauma from, again, her parents uh, being, you know, our parenting generation. You know, she had things where, you know, her mom ingrained in her a lot of negativity. Yeah. Um, you know, it was it was pounded into her head at a young age that no man will ever be good enough for her, that her mother would be the only one to be able to show her the amount of love that she deserves. Mm. Um, so that was just ingrained within her. And then you have that trauma combined with my trauma where, you know, we're we're going into COVID. I'm struggling finding work. I'm worried about being able to provide for my family or what is to be my family. Mm -hmm. um, so now my worth is being called into question by myself, not by her. Yeah. So now I'm shutting down. Yeah. And now her trauma is coming back up. So she's shutting down. Right. And it just like, instead of, and and we tried going the uh, the couples therapy route. I tried finding us a therapist, but at that point, it, it was like, how are we going to pay for this? We don't have health insurance. Yeah, you know, this is going to be coming out of pocket. You know, she was just starting her business at that point. I was working at Lowe's because it was the only place that would hire anybody during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So it's like, where are we going to pay for this therapy? Um, yeah, and then it just she just ended everything at that point um you know but it was it goes back to what you were saying where you know that is a habit that people have where they shut down yeah um, and it's not a healthy one um but again our society has driven it into our heads that you know you don't show emotion um mm -hmm. even if it's with somebody that you know you're supposed to be able to bring your walls down Right. Um, but again, it, it it goes back to like now coming out of all of that, looking to date new people. I mean, my walls are back up because, again, I'm looking back and I'm like, I don't want to go through all of that again. Yeah. So, you know, I know what I want. I have this fairy tale view of what love is. <laughs> but now I got to drop my walls to get back there. But yeah. do I want to do that? Do I want to go through <laughs> it all again? <laughs> it's a risk that you take every time you put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. it's a, it, it is a risk that you take, that you take of potentially being hurt yep. or, you know, feeling that again. I, I totally get that. I'm in the same place where I know what I want. I don't want anyone to waste my time anymore. So as soon as there's that up, uh, I'm going to, I'm like, okay, we're, we're not moving. We're not going anywhere. We're going to stop. I also tried to set up like boundaries. Like I, it's so, I'm, I kind of get conflicted because I'm like, okay, I'm not going to date anybody less than that's 
more than three years younger than me. Um, but I also don't want to be so closed off to the possibility that maybe there is someone that's younger that could potentially be a could potentially be a great fit. You just never know. So it's it's like where's where do I draw the line? But um, I think for me that the hardest thing is <laughs> um, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I've worked on myself so much that I am at a very I'm at a very mature level intellectually and emotionally that it's oh, it's so hard to find someone to match that. Yeah. Um I'm not saying I'm perfect. I I just know I'm I've have more like self-awareness. And in the past, I wasn't the one that shut down. I was the one that blew up. Right. So um I'm I'm the person that goes after confrontation. I, I don't run away from comfort, which is hard with someone that shuts down. So guy shuts down, runs away, doesn't talk. I'm chasing, I'm chasing, I'm chasing. I'm like, let's fight. <laughs> like That's how I was. And now I'm, I've learned to, okay, I'm not going to blow up. I'm going to give you space. But because I'm the kind of person that wants to talk things out pretty much almost right away, um, the best way to do it is have a partner that you can talk to about this. Like, hey, I'm the kind of person that shuts down. So, and then I'm like, well, I know that I don't shut down. I like to communicate and and resolve the conflict right away and move on. Right. So how can we meet? How can we meet in the middle? So I've learned that the best way to meet in the middle is this person has to respect me enough and the relationship enough to say, Juliana, I'm going for a walk. I need some space. I'm I'm going to come back. If I'm not back in 10 minutes, that mean give me five more minutes. And then, yeah. Yeah. If I come back, I'm going to come back in 10 minutes. If I'm not back in 10 minutes, give me five more minutes. I promise you I'll come back in 15 minutes. That works for me. Right. But then you have to come back after 15 minutes and check in. You have to say, Okay, Juliana, I'm ready to talk or I'm not ready to talk. <laughs> like, I'm not ready. So can we please just pick this back up tomorrow? But you all, but that this man has to be mature enough to not behave differently when you're, when there's a, an issue that needs to be resolved. Like we still should say, okay, good night. Have a good night or love you if you if you're at that point now, even in the beginning of a relationship like hey i just need some space right now i promise you i'll talk to you tomorrow or after this amount of time for me that works if you just come at me like i need space and i'm waiting and i'm waiting and i'm waiting you have no idea what's building up inside of me when i'm waiting i'm like oh my god what is happening what's going on? like i start overthinking i start yeah. creating scenarios in my head and i become very anxious and then emotional and so for 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 that to work with somebody who shuts down there has to be a, like we have to have a communication we have to communicate with each other and say this is this is how we can both respect each other's boundaries right well, there's, there's got to be that emotional maturity is yeah. really what it comes down to. Um, you know, like you said, emotional maturity and self-awareness. 
is is so key um you have to be able to understand yourself and how you're gonna handle situations to know what to do in a situation as it arises um you know and i think that it goes back to the whole like we're afraid to hurt each other thing again um you know rather than having a fight which so many people see as this like world shattering thing um have the fight i mean it's not yeah. a bad thing to have a fight people are going to fight i mean it's inevitable there's going to be a disagreement just have right. it out i mean you know through my 20s i was constantly working on myself awareness trying to figure out who i was what i wanted what i wanted in somebody else um how my character is going to communicate across to another person um that when i got into my last relationship i mean i was at that point where i was extremely self-aware i was very communicative through everything until you know COVID happened um and i saw fighting is a good thing i mean i remember there was this one time that i absolutely blew up at her um mm -hmm. and not in a bad way it's not like like she was like me and like you said she's an overthinker um and you know overthinking can be an absolute poison for yeah. a person um especially if you're an overthinker that's trying to start a business for example mm -hmm. you're going to think of every reason why you shouldn't do this um, yeah and i remember she got into one of those negative thinking patterns uh, about her business and i just blew up at her i mean i started yelling and i'm not a person that yells mm -hmm. uh, you know i i just told her straight up you're being fucking stupid right now like you have all of these skills within you to build this business you know what the fuck you're doing like yeah don't pretend like you don't like mm -hmm. you want to do this this is your dream so be an adult and make it happen and i mean there were more choice words in there and it was louder but um <laughs> at, at the end of it all i mean she hugged me and thanked me for yeah. just telling it to her straight and i mean mm -hmm. sometimes that's what communication looks like i mean sometimes it's not pretty and clean and yeah you got to be raw with the communication but again i think people are afraid to do that yeah because um, it's like oh, oh god i'm i'm gonna scare them away yeah you you want to be able to feel safe enough with that person to be your authentic self in all stages of your emotions and of your life and of your of situations that happen in your life where if i blew up on this person they're not going to leave. Like you don't have to be afraid of someone abandoning you yep. because you just let it all out. Yeah. It shouldn't it shouldn't feel that way, you know. And I think 
if you if you both feel safe enough with each other, when a person, when the, your partner comes at you that way, you, sh you probably shouldn't take it personally because you should see it like, okay, wow, they're really it's feeling angry. It's out of passion. Exactly. I mean, obviously, if they're not coming at you, like calling you names, you know, uh, that's just not okay. <laughs> like, right. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, but I'm a very passionate person and I, I, I get that way too. Um, but you have, you know, that's, that's when you feel comfortable enough and safe enough with that person where you can do that. And it's not going to shatter your relationship. It's, it, you're not going to take it personally. It's, um, it's a moment where you're going to learn a little bit about each other and you can grow from that. Yeah. And people are definitely afraid of doing that. Yeah. I, I know I am. I know I am. I'm one of my biggest um, internal struggles is abandonment because yeah. of my dad, you know, and um, so it's a struggle for me, but it's a struggle, but I push hard against it. Like, uh, I'm even if this, I have to like, tell my, I have to have an internal conversation with myself and say, even if this person does leave Juliana, that means they're not for you. Right. You have to you have to be true to yourself. You have to be yourself and be your authentic self. Never shrink yourself because you're afraid. Right. It's it's hard. It's, it's hard. Terrible. It's really hard, but I at the end of the day, I would rather lose a person than not be my authentic self and have like stress because I'm holding in, holding on to this thing inside that I can't do or be with right. this other person. I would rather just like that young kid that I was dating that was like, I don't want to hear that, Juliana. That's enough. I'm like, okay, well, goodbye. Good. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. See ya. Well, um, I mean, abandonment is a big thing. Um, yeah. I, I saw a, um, a quote recently from a therapist. Uh, that was talking about abandonment. And if you are a person that needs to listen to something at night, uh, have some noise in the background, have music playing, um, then you probably have abandonment issues. Um, mm. that because the the sound in the background offers a reassurance that there's somebody there or something there. Oh, wow. Um, and I was like, wow i've never thought about that but i have played music at night my entire life like i never thought of that yeah so i mean abandonment i think is probably a huge thing for a lot of people and i mean at some level i'm pr i'm sure everyone experiences it oh sure some level i mean in a perfect uh, world we would never abandon each other we would never have issues with each other you know it would be You'd be able to talk everything out and it would be fine. But yeah. we live in a far from perfect world. Yeah. We have imperfect people who have had imperfect lives and imperfect parents. And yeah, it's, it's just doesn't happen, but you know what? That's the, that's kind of the excitement. It should be the excitement when you're getting to know somebody and you're dating and it should be exciting. I, I, try to think of it that way why can't we just it's not exciting it anymore it's, it should be it, it used should to be. be yeah it's not anymore 
let's and speaking of <laughs> I, I feel like guys don't again I, my experience recently has been with younger men so um they just think they have to take you out on one date once and that's it one time no more dates <laughs> what oh well, why don't you come over and we watch it too? what you took me out once <laughs> inviting me to your house what is this oh my god no creativity anymore no oh gosh no i need some excitement i need some adventure like it doesn't have to be something super fancy it could be let's go for a hike let's go to the museum let's i mean come on come on something let's just put some effort into it like figure out what i like so that you can be a little more creative and impress me a little bit like come on like i mean it's not difficult (laughs) come on i mean let's go let's go with the obviouses here like you know florida there's a beach you're probably gonna like to go to the beach so let's go to the beach or go out on a boat or have have a cookout There's so many things. It's just where is the effort and creativity? It's just it's just so disappointing. It's just so disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. But um yeah, I, I I it should be exciting. I think people are so afraid. Um I don't we I hope that people can we can learn to push past our fears. And I know I work on that. Um, every time it's every time it's a disappointment. I think the thing is for at least for me, I just really work on not taking it personally. Like yeah. it has nothing to do with my worth. It has nothing to do with me. It either just wasn't a match, or that person was not a good person, or you know, it's not me. It's it's just it has nothing. Yeah, it and that's I think I think a lot of uh, it, the rejection and um abandonment it's hard to push it, to get past so people um are keeping a lot of walls up. I think so. And I mean it's our world that's doing it. I mean, you yeah. know, you you turn on the TV and it's negativity everywhere i mean yeah i I think that that plays into people putting their walls up too i mean you know i i was just telling a friend uh the other day when that that vegas shooting happened the other day you know she lives out in vegas and you know i was like i should be texting you and making sure you're okay but i just feel numb that this Mm. happened again i was like you know this has become so regular in our country yeah i'm not even reacting like i should to it anymore Um, yeah that's really yeah you know i think that that plays into people's emotions and thought patterns when meeting new people is you know the just the overall safety of worrying about going outside of your house now Um, yeah you know we we came over this big hump out of a pandemic and then we come back and now we're having mass shootings again and it's mm-hmm. it's one thing or it's another that we all have to worry about 
Um, and again, like, you, you know, you want to put it in your head that, you know, it, it's, it's safe to leave my house. Like there's a beautiful world out there and there's tons of things to do that should be seen and we should be having fun. You know, you want to put that in your head, but I think it's always in the back of our minds that, you know, am I going to be safe doing this? Um, yeah. And I think it, it's getting more that way for, for women, you know, having to worry about being safe when they leave the house. Like, is this guy going to be, um, level-headed, like, or is he a weirdo that, you know, yeah. is going to do something to me? Um, I mean, it's sad that we have to think this way, but I mean, that's what society is doing, but we have to find it within ourselves to talk to those inner voices and say like, you know, it's, it's either this or I'm going to be a hermit for the rest of my life. And do I want to just be inside all the time? Uh, Right. I love doing this stuff outside. Let me go do it and let me find somebody to do it with. Right. Yeah. That's funny that you mentioned that. Cause I know for a fact that mostly every girl that's going to meet a guy for a date that she hasn't met, that she's maybe met online has a system with a friend to Mm -hmm. text or give them their location. Yeah, or because. the, um, what are they, uh, in bars, the angel shots. Have you heard about that? No, no I haven't. Yeah, if, if you go up, it's supposedly supposed to be a thing with all bartenders. But as a woman, if you feel uncomfortable with an interaction with a man or anybody at a bar, you're supposed to be able to go up to the bartender and ask for an angel shot and that bartender will know that that is like a secret code word saying like i need help oh wow and you know then they can communicate to security who the problem is and have them removed Mm -hmm. that's you haven't heard of that yeah it's crazy that we have to have that yeah i mean again that's that's where our world is it's a sad thing I guess I was saying that it's, it's been, I feel like I've only met, I've met a lot more bad people and good people, like good people with good intentions and a good heart. I've, I feel like I've met more shitty people for, for lack of words that are selfish and have bad intentions towards me. Um, and that's not just dating. That's just people in general. Um, and it's hard. It's in it kind general, of gets yeah. And for me, that's really hard because I, no matter how a person treats me, I still give them respect because that's just how I am. You think, you think of the best, you, you hope for the best is what it really is. Yeah. And I don't want it to have to end so terrible, like have to be like a terrible kind of ending of a friendship or a relationship or a dating or whatever it is, you know, um, someone always ends up hurt no matter how, whether it's told, whether you know or not, you know, whether it's a short or a long-term thing, I think someone always ends up hurt and it's kind of, it kind of sucks. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, we're, we're human. 
Yeah. I mean, that's what it boils down to. I mean, we all have emotions. We all feel things. Um, you know, even even those shitty people feel things deep down. Yeah. They don't let us see it. But yeah. those feelings are there. They're there and they take it out on us. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you would hope that they're there unless they're a complete sociopath. Which, oh, yeah. I mean, that's a thing too. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> but... I mean, again, it's it's technology, it's the way the world is going, and I think it, it depends on where you are, too. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I always noticed living down in South Florida that, you know, people had that, I mean, it, it's such a stereotypical thing to say, but they had that New York kind of mind where everybody's in a hurry. Everyone yeah. seems like they they feel they're better than anyone else. Um, mm -hmm. It's very, very much so um, your financial status is what's important. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's just, that's not the way to be. I mean, like, who who cares if, if you're making more than, than somebody else? Who cares if if they're not at the same point in life as, as you are, like if you, if there's something there and you mesh and you enjoy being around this person, just be with them. Like Build just experience together. that together and just yeah. try being honest with it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's what it boils down to is just talk to each other. <laughs> To each other, you know, consider building something with someone at the end of the day. Just consider building something emotionally, financially. Fit, why, why just consider that? And I, um, I that's what I hope for, you know, that's what I hope for someone that wants to build something with me and a, a long term thing. You know, together we grow, together we heal, together we build uh, a, and become better right. people. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I think like one of the biggest things that people need to kind of consider when going into any form of a relationship is just to to take out that romantic connotation almost. And just think about it as you're starting a friendship. Like right. any any romantic relationship should always be built as a friendship. I mean, when you when you develop that relationship and you you find somebody that you want to be with and you have those feelings for, deep down that foundation should be built as a friendship. Like you want to share your life with your best friend. Yes. Um, so ultimately you know, take, take away that, that scary romantic thing that you're, you're looking for. And just remember that you're trying to find somebody that you can be your authentic self with yes. and be goofy. If you're goofy, yeah. you know, be serious if you're serious, but you know, Ultimately, if you if you go out with somebody and they 
are attracted to that genuine you, then you found something. Yeah. I agree 100%. Friendship, your favorite yeah. person. You should be looking for that. Your favorite person is your favorite place. Right. That, that's and it. I think. Like, I think like circling back around all the way to back where we were in the beginning with that, talking about that feeling that you get, mm -hmm. I think that that was part of my feeling that I got with, with my last relationship is that I found my best friend. You know, I found yeah. somebody that I can be a complete dumbass with, like mm -hmm. who didn't hate me singing every time music came on or <laughs> who laughed when I start some interpretive dance in the kitchen while I'm cooking. You know, yeah. I found that that person that I could just be authentic with. And yes. I mean, that was part of that spark is because I could be my authentic self. And ultimately, that's what we should all be looking for is yeah. authenticity, I think, is like should be the theme of everything. Yep, I agree with that. That's what I'm looking for. I'm sure that's what most people are looking for. We got to work on ourselves to be able to allow that to happen with somebody. At the end of the day, right? Yeah. We got, at the uh -huh. end of the day, we got to yep. work on that. Yep. At the end of the day, once we reach that finish line, we want to look back and just say that, you know, we're happy with the people, excuse me, the people that we're surrounded with. Right. And I mean, that's what life's all about. Yes, absolutely. I mean, 